Welcome to the Playing the Game podcast with your hosts, Brock White and Cody Ransom. This podcast is the place for all things baseball, hunting, and entrepreneurship. These two guys have put in the work and have the stories and advice to back it up. Brock is a longtime business owner, and Cody played pro ball for over 18 years. Driven deep to left field. There it goes. See ya. A long home run for Cody Ransom. The one thing that brings these two guys together is hunting. Babe Ruth said it best. Never allow the fear of striking out to keep you from playing the game. This is the Playing the Game podcast, presented by Rolly White RV. He, uh, so when he does, I'll, I'll hit you with a cool story that he has it on video. So, um, and I'm probably going to butcher where it's at, but let's call it Montana. He, there is a big-time rich guy. He's got like 3,000 acres up in Montana, and he always does a thing for wounded warriors. He does like a pheasant hunt, and then they come up, and he gets helicopters, and they go javelina hunting up on his property and stuff like that, and coyote hunting, and he'll fly them around on this acreage to kind of help them out. And he invited uh, uh, Ford to be there, Scott. Uh, and so uh, when 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 Ford was out there, they he had been they were they were doing pheasant hunting, and apparently uh, he had shot a pheasant at a distance that you should not. There's no way you should have shot it with the shotgun. He just poof, hits it. So they were giving him like, "Hey, Mister Lucky," they were calling Lucky. Um, they jump in a helicopter. He's up front with the pilot. The other guys are in the back, and he's they're going over there and. The, the pilot was, by the way, these pilots are ex-Vietnam pilots, so they're like map of the earth kind of stuff, close to yeah. the thing. And there's a coyote, and this, this is on video. And there's a coyote, and they're ribbing him. They're like, hey, Mr. Lucky Guy, you think you can hit that coyote, Mr. Green Beret Guy? And he goes, well, you can hear Scott kind of telling him, I don't have my guns outside of my pack, you know, out on the on the rails yeah. of the helicopter. And the guy pulls out his weapon and goes, well, what about this? And Scott talks to the pilot. And you, you can't hear what they're saying. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he comes over. He looks. You see the coyote, and he goes, bam! He hits it right in the head on the moving helicopter, drops it. And then he goes, here's your gun. He goes, they're like, I can't believe you did. He goes, your action on your gun sucks. And he gives back the, the pistol. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, your gun sucks. And he has it all on video. So, like, there's he backs it up. It's unbelievable, but it shows you how our forces are such badasses. It's a moving helicopter. And this... Coyote's doing this, and he one shot's right in the head <laughs> on a moving helicopter. That's great. Yeah, yeah you know what's crazy is that helicopter pilot. He's probably like 10 feet off the deck. Scott did say he gave kudos to the pilot. He like, said that pilot, he goes, that pilot knew what he was doing. Chopper pilots are a different breed. Yeah. Like, they're just different, and they're crazy. They're crazy because... That'll, that's a different rabbit hole. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm supposed to be on topic here. <laughs> yeah. we're, on, we're on the next. That's episode deuce. But deuce. I do have deuce. another side story. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to segue into something else. So Cody and I have become very close friends over the last couple of years, and, and I'm blessed to have him as a friend. And, and some of the stuff I've learned from him, especially we didn't even go in the baseball world, which we probably want to talk about too because uh, baseball, as not as a player but as a father with a son who has an ability – is the most frustrating sport to try two to of get. them, yeah, two of them. Um, but so this is a great story. Shows you how small the world is. Uh, when my kids, so Zach was twelve years old and Brandon was ten years old. 
Um, they had just, uh, it's the year Mariano was, uh, so don't say nothing because well, the story, what, what's the year Mariano was retiring? Uh, retiring? Uh, I don't know. It was his last for After me, like 2000. Dude, how many years did he play in the league? 15? Like 30 years? No, he was, uh, maybe it wasn't when he was retired. Long story short, I think it was when he was retired. I don't, I don't what we're talking about, sorry. You were playing. With the Yankees. Them? Oh, no, he did. He retired after that. I was there 2008, 2009. Yeah, this, he was still playing. He didn't retire yet. This was right. like. He retired a few years after that. So we, I, I, I had bought tickets to the new Yankee Stadium. Oh, I know where and, and I, I, I surprised them. They didn't even know. And I surprised them. We flew into New York. And you were friends with Cody at that time? I was not. No, not yet. And this is all so a small world. So we're sitting there. And I have, I'm, I'm two, two seats behind the Yankee dugout, and we're watching the game. A-Rod was hurt. Rivera didn't get to come out because Hughes – and there's two stories to this because Hughes blew the game. So I was talking to Cody about this. Cody was playing third base. Yeah. A-Rod yeah. was hurt. And this is where the thing is – and I don't understand how baseball players do this. The pros, only the pros do this. I told Cody that game, and he, before I finished, he goes, oh, yeah, Hughes got blown out. That He knew the freaking game. I don't even understand how he would rem- – they remember stats and games. I, I, I don't know how you guys do it. All the players know. Like, well, he remembers who he faced, what they threw at him, what he did to it. I, and I can't even remember what shirt I wore yesterday. I can't either. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's – yeah, my wife will say stuff like that, you know, like, what are you talking about? And, I don't know, some stuff sticks and it just Fetters does. Is like it, Fetters some is stuff just way. you just remember. Like there's moments um you know that, that pop up whether it was two thousand, you know, my first year yeah. and or, you know, rookie ball in ninety eight or something that happened a couple of years ago, you know, it's yeah. um it's just it's kinda embedded in there, you know what I mean? But it's small world, sticks. right? I'm in New York and didn't know that didn't in you my show me future. a picture or something? Yeah. It, yeah. And, and, and show me and a picture from there, and I was like, well, that's I played, I played actually the me at yeah. third base right there. That's crazy. Is that it's nuts? Cool. And yeah. then now I'm friends with him. I would have never ever known that I would be no Cody Ransom. That is a small world. It is. It is. But yeah, like, uh, oh, I love sharing that. Well, it's crazy that, you know, we had a mutual friend, um, Pete, and Cody calls me and says, hey, our buddy Pete told me to call you. And we start talking, and I'm like, where do you live? And this is, like, literally. We're, like, a half mile from each other. Yeah, you're yeah. telling me that. Yeah. down so. the street. It's, like, that's crazy. And then, and then you're, what, two miles yeah. from us. Yeah, yeah so. you're just down the street. Yeah, but, the, I mean, Pete's like, you got to call Brock, because I was talking, we were talking about toy haulers or something. He's like, call my buddy Brock up there. So I reached out to him the next morning. He's like, yeah, do you come over? Come over tonight. I'll have a trailer here for you to take. I'm like, what? Oh, you told no, me no, this. No, no, no. I'm told not me trying about to this. get a tra- No, just come and use it and see if you like it. Yeah. That's funny. So we did. Yeah. That's great. But that was a cool. I also love how fate has a way of making things happen. It really does. I mean, my whole career has been the right place, the right time, and opportunities. I yep. mean, I, I, I don't have a knock on wood. Ever since I got into the business, uh, I know there's wood in there's wood in here. There's there's covered with wood right here. Anyway, sorry. There's wood in there. Tell him I was I right. I I believe you. Something's in there. Yeah, yeah. We'll call it wood. 
But, uh, you know, I, I've been able to take the opportunities and capitalize on it. And I've had a really good, lucky life. Uh, it did a lot of hard work, don't get me wrong, but I, I don't have a lot of, you know, I've had bad days, but I don't have dramatic bad days. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. And you I create your own you. luck, man. Like, I, I think so. I'm very positive. You know well, me. You, <clears> yeah, but uh, hard work and, and opportunity create luck. I mean, you, you take advantage of stuff that happens, and you you know you work hard, and you're prepared for it, and like you create your own luck to, yeah, to like, an extent. I mean, yeah. there's some things that happen that, you know, it's like, yeah, shouldn't happen to yeah. me or whatever, but why not? Yeah. Is a good, why should it happen to somebody else? There's yeah. like a saying, it's like success is luck that meets the prepared yeah right? mm-hmm. like you because there's probably a lot of things that are offered to people and they're not prepared and can't do it and then the guy that is yeah. you yeah cody or whoever it is they're prepared for that and that's why i always tell myself like i want to be ready and prepared for the opportunity when it comes my way yeah, yeah. whatever that may be i don't know what it is so here's you love this, and I told Cody this story. So one of the things I do uh, after you know, now that you get older, you get a little wisdom, right, from experiencing life. One of the things I always talk about when I'm training my people and stuff is, um, you know, life, in my opinion, will give you five opportunities to uh, life opportunities, big time life opportunities, and the average individual will never take any of those opportunities, right, to open that door and try it. Yeah. And those are the people that you'll, you, and we all know them, the people that go, oh, it must be nice that you have that beautiful trailer. Nice, yeah, it must be nice. And then you sit there and you're like, you can have it too. It's not nice. You, you can do it. And, and. Or you. But, sure but the is. people in this room, <laughs> look who's Definitely here in this room. Definitely is nice. Yeah. Yep. And that's right. But because you open that one door, and here's the funny part. If you open that first door, it opens up another five doors of opportunity. Yes. Like, for example, when you when you do a, a podcast like this and you're surrounded, you know, we just met, you know, uh, Cody and I have known each other. You and I just met each other. Yeah. But if I didn't do this, I didn't have the opportunity to meet you and yes. to know you. And and what is that going to open up? I already now know a hunter, so there's probably a chance we're going to go do some hunting together and I'm going to learn something from you. Oh, and, and, and stuff I'm like that. Down. Yeah. <laughs> don't have to but do you see what I'm saying is those opportunities. <laughs> and you have 111 acres, we're going to go make a... Uh, <laughs> a deer <laughs> sanctuary. Sanctuary. <laughs> I think there's a... We probably have a business meeting that needs to happen down there yeah. of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I'm going to pitch it. Yeah. I think, well, with First American Title as well, there probably needs to be like maybe an HQ talk. Oh. HQ. <laughs> <laughs> you We're, don't look, explain story. later. Yeah. But yeah. I think we need to dive into classic cars. Classic cars. Cars in general. Cars. Yeah. So you like cars. I do love cars. I got to do some cool stuff. So that was another thing. Uh, I got to do a company called Wide Open Baja. Did you ever hear them? Google well, that. the Baja. They they are a racing team that runs the Baja 1000. Yeah, I definitely, I think I've heard of them for sure. So a buddy of mine went down with, it was uh, 14 of us, signed up for the, this. This is the day after, or the week after the Baja 1000 just finished. You go fly into their facility down in Mexico, 
You get in the toy cars. They're buggies. I mean, they're all decked out. They're not toy cars. They're like... Well, that's what they call them. They call the them toys. toys. There yeah. are toys, but toys for adult men yes. to go really fast. And there there are some of the best machines ever built on This Earth. thing is awesome. And Didn't Brock or Brad go down and do... He did on a motorcycle. Motorcycle. Baja 500. Yeah. So we did this, and it was the cool experience. So... You get into cars that way, and then we did the Zoom Zoom course in, in Monterey. Mm-hmm. We went in, and I got, we went, we, it was a three-day course to ride open wheels, and we thought, hey, we'll just do it. We're going to drink at night and drive these race cars in the oh. daytime, <laughs> and it was nothing like that. It was so much hard work. They took the car apart, and we found out we didn't even pay attention. It was a certification course. Mm. So we did the three-day course, and only the top out of 22, only the top five get to advance. So my only out of our group of five, only two of us got to advance on this thing. Oops. And then we went back and did the two-day course, and I got certified to – I have a licensed – Indy car driver. Oh, that's awesome, dude. No, I don't have a car. No team's, no team's <laughs> picking me up and doing it. Yeah, that's, hey, but, it but was, if anyone out there has one, yeah, you got a guy. I know. drive. So call us. Reach out. Doesn't first, Social media. First American need a sponsor and Indy racer. Yeah, they, they we're so conservative, man. We, uh, they, I wish that'd be great. I tried that. I tried to tell them to go buy the uh, put the the rights to advertise for the Washington Redskins. Because there's oh, what wash team Washington? Yeah, team Washington, Washington now. So stupid, but politically correct. But my point is, uh, doing that course has taught me how to drive my cars, and then that, that's that's the best thing is knowing not only having a Google, but understanding what it's doing and how to make it work. Yeah, and, and run it. So it's that's it's cool. Stuff. Yeah, I highly recommend Wide Open Baja. You so love it. What car? That you, you talked about classic cars. Do you have any classic cars? I don't have any. Uh, I would love to do it. I, they're, they're on my list. Here's the thing I get nervous about classic cars. Who's going to fix it? That's the problem. I'm not a grease. Well, monkey. you know that's what? The problem. You know what? You're talking to the right guy. You just got to know somebody that knows somebody. And that's pro- I don't know it. See, now I'm no, now no, dangerous. You, you knew me, and I knew him. Yeah, yeah. yeah now and he dangerous. knows some people. You have a cool house. Now you come over to my house. I'll show you some cars. Done. I got one in the garage you got to see, though. What's yeah, I heard about that one. Yeah, yeah. The, the one in the garage is... Yeah. Imagine Brock's a, got a couple in the garage you might want to see. Ma- imagine a Formula his. One IndyCar, car, the Mercedes version, Yeah, and then just make it a four-door. That's what I oh, got. It's a four-door. <laughs> <laughs> Zero to 60 and three. So, so I, have the, I have the Demon. Have you heard of the Demon? I do know about the Demon. That's My son wants that. but uh, he, he does not. No. The Dodge. That's good. He can want. No, I would never buy him that. That he's lost. He'd be dead. He'd you die. Know, you know, it'd be awesome if you got him a Challenger, right? And you got him like just the wide body kit and everything, and it's the, the V six. And, <laughs> and, and then you just put the put the emblems What's on it, it. The RT or the RS or whatever they it's call just it. The, just the regular one. But it just looks the, on the outside like yeah, it yeah. plays the part. Like oh, and you could even badge it a little bit. Put a. Yeah. He's a good yeah, right. driver though. I'll get my oldest. He. He picked it up pretty quickly. Uh, I feel very confident. He he drives my style. He's more offensive than defensive, but he's smart offensive driver. He's pretty good. I'm proud of him. How he more worried about the offensive. Yeah. yeah. So if you like classic cars, if you could pick one, Eleanor. Or what's your Eleanor? Eleanor. You like Eleanor? Oh huh? You like God. Eleanor? Oh shit! You Would got you? Eleanor. <laughs> yeah. He does. I love Eleanor. What an I awesome! Just picked car. it up today. It, Did you? I drove it back from Gomez. 
did you follow what color is it gray you went with that gunmetal gray I mean it's, it's Eleanor yeah like, it's, it's, it's from a badass the movie. car it's the best car it's gorgeous it's really is dude I'll tell you what when you I'm not gonna lie so it has a 440 Windsor oh. with 550 horse oh. and so yeah when you do a car horsepower is different in every car because like 550 horsepower in that car is different than like in a truck Correct. or a new car. Yeah. Now you go buy. What's a demon have? 850. So if you yeah. put 850 in the in Eleanor, oh it gosh. would fall apart, right? It just I don't even know. That'd be like the most dangerous car on earth. Yeah. Like 550. Once that you hit over 5500 RPM, it is like a rocket ship. Yeah. It's like scary fast. Then you got to worry about. Dynamics, aerodynamics, and stuff. It, you know, oh. the, the new cars are made to handle that, right? You get an older car that wasn't designed for that, and you got a lap belt, dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, it doesn't come across. No. It doesn't yeah. beep if you don't have it on. So I was hammering it down, Jermaine, today. Just, I just let it. I just, it wanted to go. It know? needed to. It just needed to like. They gotta eat. They gotta eat too. And then this car pulls out in front of me. Like turns in front of me, oh, and I hit no. the. Br- I'm going over. I'm going like 110. Oh jeez! <laughs> in Eleanor, <laughs> in the afternoon. Yeah, it's like 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, Lord. And I like hit the brakes, and it doesn't have eight. It has disc. Yeah, but there's no analog. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm going 100 in that thing, and it started to go sideways. I'm like, oh. Straight yeah, it out. Yeah, Hit the brake. Yeah. I'm just tapping it because yeah. I'm like, slow down, slow. Ten down. pedal, five pedal, ten pedal. Yeah, yeah. you got to go down on it. But you know. That was a little, it got a little different. <laughs> you know what I want now, though, too? I want an old refitted Bronco. Oh, yeah, dude. The I ones saw that look one. like Jeeps. I saw one. 70s. 68. Yes, 68. Yeah. I saw one at the sand show, man. My buddy dude. thought I was going to buy it. He took a picture. He's like, I found your Bronco. And I'm like, yeah, that's nice, man. But the wife would murder me. Like, for sure, if I came over. My first two cars were Broncos, but it was like an 80. We had a 78, 84, 88, like those ones, right? And uh, I got got a couple buddies that have like 71s, 70. Like, they're just. Well, that's the new Jeep. The new Bronco coming out is retrofitting to the old body. I mean, that's. Yeah, yes and no. Like, it's. It's it's on the Raptor chest. It it looks sweet, but it's like a Raptor. I want one. I, I want one. I want one, too. I'm not going to say I don't. <laughs> I have this really bad car problem. I want, like, all these different cars. I know. It's hard. Is that the it's only hard. problem? There's a lot of problems. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you get a like lot, my, of, lot of vices. My wife calls me the extremist. I'm like, stop calling me that. I sound like a terrorist. Look at the house you're in, dude. I mean, come on. <laughs> hey, you think my wife calls you? perfect. <laughs> I was like, I met a man that I like. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm staring, looking at this wall, and it's like, I don't even know how to explain. It's like concrete feel, slabs, right? I feel safe. With, yeah, with buttons in it. We got. Yeah. We got. So you don't know firepower in the other room. We got firepower. We're safe. I don't know about the people. If the zombies are coming, here's the thing that you guys gotta know: when the zombie apocalypse happened, you're bringing your kids and family in here. We're the safe. last thing I'm worried about is a zombie apocalypse. Well, you know what I was worried about. Yeah, and I know you were. Yeah, and I know you were. Yeah. Was when they did the riots. At I don't Santa think I was Mall. very worried about it. I wasn't worried about. It. I was excited. Yeah, we, had, we about actually it. called each other. It was my second day in this house. And I was so and excited. And they identified our neighborhood. Right. They I actually called him too. and I said, "Hey, 
this just came on the news that like our neighborhoods have been identified as as possible targets. Jeez. Let me know if you need any help. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, let me know and too. I, and I meant that. Like, yeah. you come around my family, there's going to be an issue. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look for it. I've doubled my 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 firepower since that first night. Dude, that wasn't oh, fun. Well, you but, know, it's crazy. My wife, she wanted in the game as much as I wanted in the game. Well, right. look at what she my shot. Wife, yeah. She's like all in, dude. She, I had to get her own gun. I had my own gun, and it was. Scary. And they had them set up at windows with. <laughs> we had, like we had a whole game plan, but the scariest part was for me was I had to brief the kids. Well, yeah, because there was a legit chance that we were gonna have to go into our area that was like our final fighting spot, and we had to like we had to. And I think this is important for everybody. What are you gonna do? And practice it. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? But you know what the worst thing is? That you even had to have that conversation. Know, that's, that's awful. Sucks. It's yeah. awful that we that's had to have problem. it right now. I, I mean, we, we're, we're, we're talking about, you know, I'm excited because I was ready, right? Yeah. The problem is we should have never had to worry about being ready. I wasn't excited that I was ready. No, I wasn't. Like, I, you know, it no, was, I was, unfortunately. But I wanted to be ready. Yeah. yeah. It felt good to have the right equipment and the training and know how to use the equipment. But it was sad when I sat down with my four, six, and eight-year-old and said, okay, guys, if something happens tonight, you have to listen to me. I don't need you to cry. I don't need to get lip. You're just going to do exactly what me and mama tell you. And I don't, and they they were scared. Yeah. And that yeah. hurt me, you know. Right. Like yeah. I'm like, don't you worry. I will protect you. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna. I will go down, and your mama, you and your mama, will be safe. But you know, I don't want you to be scared. You'll be safe, and that's my whole priority. Yeah, yeah, was, for sure. That was yeah, that wasn't fun. Yeah. But it, then, but then, you know what? You get all riled up, and then nothing happened. So it was. I'm glad nothing happened. Though. A lot of stuff happened. Yeah, it didn't happen to us. You know, you know but there, there was a lot of shit that happened. I um, think it's because here. This is a good point. Is that didn't happen because everybody's armed around here, dude. Yeah, Everybody. I, 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 yeah. It's funny how much you know. So it was funny when we built the house, and I put the gun range. I told you we have a tortoise enclosure because that was the compromise. I got my gun range the way I've got that. And why you have to send about negotiating? Yeah, that's a good negotiation. Yeah. So, but um, oh, then the secret fine. doors came into it. It was she was she was very adamant that she goes Alex I don't I don't want people to know we have a gun range because I don't think Devin's friends and our friends will our parents are gonna let their kids come here, and I said Sin, you're wrong. I they're go, all gonna want. They're all come gonna here. want. That's why I said I think you're wrong. You're, the you're parents not, are gonna be here yeah. too. <laughs> and so she was. She's like I disagree. So then our friends came over and someone was like, people that we didn't even tell we we heard you got a gun range. Can we see it? And I'm like, I figured you wouldn't like. It. She goes, Are you kidding me? Can we shoot in it? I'm like, ah. Babe, See? I told you. Party tonight. Yeah, yeah. Gun party. Yeah. It's 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 funny, but I think eighty percent of the people and now here's my frustration though, is you go to a Bass Pro Shop or something to get a weapon and you had all before all this happened, there was all these liberals with this gun control issue, right? Don't buy guns. Why do you need guns? Who's the first people that went and bought guns? The people that were saying not to buy guns. Everybody bought guns. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I I had to buy some nine millimeter ammo, and I Good paid forty three. I got some, cost me forty three cents around. When before this all happened, it was what fifteen cents around? Yeah, it was a, 
Yeah, it's bad timing to buy rounds. No, I mean, we went out dove hunting, and I told my I want I'd go right now every day go out quail dove hunting just because it's fun to go out there. And I told her I said I I can't keep it up. I'm I'm down to two boxes. Yeah, you got to shoot better. Well, no, <laughs> yeah. You need to start reloading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so the, my you know the uh, <laughs> the um. So I'm torn because I really like that everybody's going to buy a gun. Yeah. I don't like that they're not trained to use it. Correct. Right? Like, that's a problem for me that that we do have all these people now that have them, and they don't know what the hell they're doing. Like, it, it's scary. It really is. That, you that, think that there would be some kind of, like, class that came with this purchase well, like that you had well, to go Arizona through. And, li- we're liberal. Well, yes. We're light, right? On that, we don't want to force Yeah, but... I mean, you gotta remember, you like, look, I am pro gun, pro hunting. Like, yeah, yeah. don't get me, tw- don't get it twisted. But I, th- I definitely think there's a responsibility that goes with it. They, everybody, my kids, you know, that I've taught, I was taught, my brother was taught, my dad was taught. Like, there's such a responsibility that goes along with that. You take one shotgun and you shoot a watermelon, you watch the thing explode, and like, here's what this can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like. It's not a joke. No. It's not like, uh, you know, it's, it's nothing to be taken lightly. Like Correct. people just talk about it like, oh, I got a BB gun. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? And that's yeah. not, yeah. that's not, but I mean, when I say that, like I've got a lot of them yeah, yeah. and I like to use them and it's fun for yeah. me. It's enjoyable. It's relaxing. I can also hunt yeah. other things. Right. But like it was, um, and it's something from my past. That, like, you know, I shared with my dad, my grandfather. Like, he was a gunnery. My grandfather was a gunnery instructor in the Army, and uh, that's, that's what he taught. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we learned from him. So it was, uh, I don't know. Like, I, it's twofold for me. Well, you, know? you were taught but, the right way, and you, yeah, you respect the weapon, right? Without yeah. a doubt, yeah. Like, you know, with, you, have you fear it a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Well, so you should always. Like, you, your wife was worried about having young kids and I have really young kids right now and you know, I'm a gun safe and I keep stuff locked up. And when I open that gun safe and my kids want to see, like, they always like, come on dad, let's check out the, I want to look, they think certain guns are theirs. And I'm like, I don't know why you think these are yours. <laughs> you can think it's yours all you want. And they're not, but do you want to look at them? And they always beg me and I'm like, Today's not the day. Well, guns are beautiful. If yeah. you really look at the engineering of a gun, it's pretty. I mean, think about the. First of all, everybody needs to have a 1911 in their in in, yeah. in their collection, I, right? I agree. And agree. I'll tell you why. It's the mostly. It was used in World War One. I. I mean, that's how old this gun goes back, and it's a marvel. And it's still the same patent. I mean, yeah. they, they, if you see a 1911, it's the same from the 1911 back in the war. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. and in and. and you put it all together, and now they've made them better. I mean, stuff like, but it's still cool to like. It's back like the old cars, right? Yeah. You get to look at it and go, man, that's pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. And you know, when I open that safe and I bring a gun out with the kids, you know, it's just safety, right? Yeah. We point the barrel. Where do we point? And I always go through it. Where do mm-hmm. we point the barrel? Do we let's check to see if there's a bullet inside of it, even though we just pulled it out and we know there's not, and we're gonna check again. Now, 
we're holding it. We never put our finger on the trigger. It's always pointed. We're going to treat it like it's loaded. Yeah. You do all those things. You never point the barrel at anybody ever. And, you know, my son. So you don't use the flashlight to shave? Definitely don't want to have the flashlight that's mounted on your okay. weapon. Maybe unmount the flashlight and maybe if you need to borrow it, yeah. unmount it. Unmount it. Yeah, no, this right. is a mounted yeah. flashlight with the barrel. And is Yeah. Bad idea. Yeah. yeah. And... I remember my, one of my kids, he just kind of like, he didn't point the barrel at anybody, but he kind of just waved it and I just lit him up. Like, well, you got to respect them, the metal. Yeah. And yeah, those it, kids, it these has kids, to be like, I'm not worried about it with my children. Like, no. if somebody left something out, somebody else, somebody else, not me, but say somebody yeah. left a pistol on the counter, I'm not too worried about my kids messing with it because they know to respect it. Yeah. 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 So I think. The younger you start them, the better they'll be, the safer your house will be. Yeah. yeah. As far as information and teaching and yeah. just, uh, putting the, the fear in there, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I feared touching them yeah. until I was allowed to. You know, it was like, awesome. they are dangerous. If we're going out to shoot, cool. I'm not going to touch it unless yeah. we're going out, though. Like, yeah. you know, that and, was a, that and was I separate no-no. bolts from yeah. rifle, bullets aren't in the same place. I try to, you know, do things. Yeah. You Especially know. at that young age. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think there's definitely some, yeah, if you're going to have young kids, there's got to be a gun. Even if you don't have gun, young kids, you got to have a gun safe. Yeah, yeah. If, so, you, if you're going to have one, you need to be able to to put it away, to lock it up, to keep it safe. Tired of going different places to get all you want? Looking for a program that offers everything? Are you interested in training, nutrition, baseball, softball, after-school youth programs, hunting, or charity work? One Performance is an all-inclusive program that offers training, advising, instruction, and opportunity for everyone, from the beginner to the professional. With a staff compiled of some of the best in their fields, impressive backgrounds, and an unmatched passion for teaching and giving back, One Performance is the first of its kind in Arizona. With the connections and background we have in the baseball community on a local and national level, from T-ball to the major leagues, One Performance offers teams known as Arizona National BPA, opportunity for instruction, gameplay, and development in every aspect of the game, both physically and mentally. The staff at One Performance Training are some of the finest in their respective fields. They strive to educate, motivate, and assist every athlete in maximizing their abilities. Whether you're looking for an opportunity for a young athlete or a seasoned professional to surround themselves with like-minded coaches, mentors, and athletes, One Performance is the family you're looking for. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Ready for an escape? Ready for an adventure? Do you want to camp, hunt, hit the dunes, or just relax on the beach? Ruly White RV is the number one toy hauler dealer in Arizona for the past five years running. With a no-pressure culture and no dealer fees, they guarantee you a great price and a great experience as you purchase your very own toy hauler or travel trailer. Ruly White is family-owned and operated and is now expanded to five locations, including Mesa, West Phoenix, North Phoenix, Flagstaff, and Idaho Falls, Idaho. Whether you're looking for a toy hauler or travel trailer, fifth wheel or bumper pole, Rolly White can get you what you're looking for. They carry all the big names, including Genesis Supreme, Vortex, Attitude, Wolfpack, Raptor, Forest River, 
and the newly released Wanderer by Genesis. We all want to beat the heat or just escape the craziness and get outdoors. Let Rolly White help you get there by visiting any of our locations or checking us out on Facebook, Instagram, and online at rollywhite.com. I have a friend that had a pistol and he bought it down here because he's from another state. They can't get it or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. I don't We'll mention his name or where he lives, but he bought one here. Mm-hmm. And he told me that it got stolen. And he didn't know the VIN number, you know, the serial uh, number, nothing. Yeah. So and now it's out. His name's on it. His name or it's getting ground off, you know, no serial number. Because yeah, that's but, probably what's going but on. But if it gets used and your name's on it. Heck, that one guy that bought the rifle for the guy in California, he's getting mm-hmm. 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. So... You know, well, it's California's a serious deal. crazy about that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i torn because, like, I think there could be some use, and I'm going to get hammered by some of my friends by saying this, but I'm kind of with Cody with there could be some training. There could be some, like. Yeah, and I I don't want to, like I said, I'm, I'm very careful in saying that because of what I believe, you know. and, and I don't think that. I don't know. I, I love that you're able to buy it yeah. and do what you want with it. But I also know some of the people that have now purchased them that have them, don't have and I don't trust them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that that's why I say that. And I'm not, like, I mean, believe me, I'm as, as and if you free see. as it gets. You know what I mean? And I'm not, like, pol- I'm not anything political. I'm not talking about anything political at all, and I don't want gun control. And, like, I want to be very clear about that. Yeah. But... Like, I do know some people that <clears throat> that have bought guns, and, and I don't trust them for a single second with them. Because well, they, the, they don't even know how to hold it. Like, But I I'm, bought one. Yeah, I think Gee, go I, practice. Have, I have kind of weird theories, like, and it's not, and this isn't political at all, but it's like, you know, we have a car, it has a title, right? Why don't guns have titles? Well, if you do, right? So there's two theories to that. So there's, you know, that by by law, you're allowed to have two unregistered yes, serial like yeah, weapons. Yes. So you got two two arguments to this. One argument is, yeah, you want to you want to go ahead and register it so everybody's name and you know who's got right. a gun. The other side of it too, and this is going to get far fetched. Some people don't want to be in a database. For example, you can laugh. Let's say that remember Red Dawn when the Russians came over. So let's say Red Dawn happens. First thing, all of a sudden, now they infiltrate this database. Now everybody knows what weapons you have in your house. And so can you imagine the weapons you have are all listed on a piece of paper? If I'm I'm, I'm coming to Why your not? door, I'm, I'm, I'm literally going to your house because I don't want you to have those weapons. I know right. you have them. So there's two kind of theories. Some people don't want anybody to know what weapon they have because it is a database. And I'm not even saying Red Dawn. Let's say bad people just yeah, – right. You know, they want an AR. They know you got ARs. I mean, that—that's the thing that you—that—that that I, I think some people don't like. So it's. I just think that there should be a way that maybe there's no database, but you know, if you're selling a gun, a used gun, maybe it has to go through an FFL because that way we can keep guns out of felon's hands. Well, I think some states do that. In California, I don't think you you, you have to go through an FFL. Yeah, well, we don't want California. No, no, and I'm saying, <laughs> no. yeah, I'm not like saying. At a I gun don't show, ch- like, if you sell yeah. a car, you're going to go meet at the third-party title or yeah, whatever. Right. But, like, with a gun, you can just go buy 
go to the guy's house. The guy's like 500 bucks. Here's 500 bucks. Well, Craigslist. Yeah. You don't even know that's his gun. No, it could be the gun that my buddy got stolen. Sure, right. Yeah. He that's you can never bucks. check. Yeah. There's yeah, no way to check. That's, that's the, I mean, I don't know, man. I just, it's, it's not the guns that I want regulated. It's the people that have them. That's exactly. I don't yeah. want a felon, like, you know, like, like a yeah, rapist. And I'm, I hope I'm saying that the right way. You know what I mean? Because I'm not. I'm, well, I, I definitely you, want to reiterate the fact that I'm not saying any type of gun control. If you yeah, are but, a felon, you've lost your right to own a gun. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. So that's what I want. I don't want. Um, I want to limit. I mean, people that the ability to go buy a gun if. You know, make it harder. Yeah. Because they're yeah. still going to get them. Yeah. Right. But I just want to make it harder. Well, I just, like, the thing for me is, like, the, like I said, the irresponsibility of, of gun owners. Yeah. Like, cool, if you want one, cool, get it. Yeah, like, absolutely. I've got a lot of them. I, I'm not saying that, but, like, I want you to be responsible with it and understand what you have. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, <clears throat> go shoot it. Like, go practice with it. Go do these things with it so that you know how to handle it. Don't just pull it out and wave it around and like have it go off and shoot your face off. You but know I what I mean? That's like the that's the funny part. You said that. I think eighty percent of the people now that are buying a weapon, they don't even really think about the firing of the weapon. They just want to brandish it. It's almost like they want to go. That's the dangerous yes. part, right? Like you know, for me and you, you know, I want to. The reason I have that gun range is I want to start competing. I, I'm doing it because I want to get better at it. I just showed you those rounds that I shot off oh. the gun. You know, for me, it wasn't about going Rambo, right? Yeah. I, I remember, so Zach, we, we came down, I gave him his 9 millimeter. we shot down here, and I didn't even say anything. I just wanted to see what he did, and he went Rambo. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Bullets were flying everywhere, and I let him do it, and I said, okay, here's another clip. I go, do that one more time. So bam, bam. I said, do it one more time. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> now you're now, you're now done with that. Yeah. You got, you. I said, you got your gun off. That You know, you hear that terminology. You, you went Rambo. <laughs> Now, you know what I want you to do? I'm going to, teach, I'm going to show you how real shooting is and what the fun part is, is to have a clip of 10 and have a, a, a you know, a shots that are in a great pattern. Yeah. That, that's what you need to do, and that's how you get excited. What did you get excited? You just put holes in it. So I let you go off and hear the bang, and now make every bullet count. Now, now you really got to make every bullet count. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, I said make every bullet count, and so he – and now he, you know, he's calmed down. He's slowed down. He's looking for that first shot. I said, right now we're not shooting like somebody's coming after us. We're shooting to, to perfect it and be able to hit that dot in the center mass. It's exciting to hit that center mass, right? Yeah. right? Yeah. It's like throwing darts. You hit a bullseye. You're like, man, I just threw a bullseye. So that's kind of, but you're right, the, the, the philosophy. I will tell you, though, um, because, I, you know, you know me, Cody, I don't, do anything half-assed. So before I started getting the guns, I went on to Arizona Fish and Game, mm -hmm. and they have some great videos about mm -hmm. how to hunt. If you're out doing bird hunting, how to line up. And if you're in the middle, that shotgun's got to be, if you're holding it here, it's got to be pointed to the yeah. outside. If you're in the middle and nobody's behind you, it's behind you on the shoulder. There, There is things to do it. I just don't think a lot of people are watching that video. They're not. Um, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. Like, there's, there's a responsibility a that goes along with it. Yeah. And if you decide to do that, I, I think with everything, there's a responsibility. There's repercussions, and, and you're responsible for your actions, right? So if that's something you decide to do, cool. Like, great. I I applaud you, and I support your decision there. Now be responsible and figure out how to use it. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. You know, and that's and that's that's what I'm trying to say there. It's not like we don't want to limit gun ownership. No, no, no. Or take not at guns all. away. No. Lucky for us, though, the guys were buying guns. There's no bullets to put in it. So they got the gun. Or they well, got I mean, I, I walked hey. into Sportsman's and Bass Pro and stuff during this shutdown, and it was like four-hour lines. And it's like, what in the hell? I look at the lines. I just don't. You guys are fools, man. Like, yeah. I ain't staying in this line. No way. No, I'm not. It but crazy, man. But we so, go back to but what these we are all right? first-time gun owners. Yeah. Yeah. Right? They don't which, own any better. Which is cool. Like, here in Arizona, that's your right. And I'm all for it. That's why you prepare in not times of need. And all the other times. So that when this does happen, he can be like, oh, I'm stocked up. I don't need We that. didn't have to go buy guns or yeah, ammo yeah. because we had it. Yeah, my time sucked because when this all happened, it, like or I told freezers, you, we moved in, and two days later, we were on the list. Now, so I'm like, great, yeah, this is nice. And they were, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I won't be making that mistake again. Oh well, you just started. Yeah. So you know, once this now now we got to get a freezer for you, and we have to fill it up. That's where I'm at. Oh yeah, I'll oh. show you the freezer to get. Yeah. I know the one. Yeah, your freezer. Get <laughs> your freezer would go really well in this house. <laughs> no, dude. It really would. It's, it's like pretty it. gangster. The other thing, I, you know what? The, the, another segue is one that I, I I'd love to use this opportunity of airtime is uh, the recruitment process for having a kid that's playing baseball. Oh, yeah, that's and and this that's, uh, that, that I, might that might be an episode two thing. I, I agree with yeah. you. We're now in forty minutes in. Oh shoot! Yeah, let's. But, but again, <laughs> but I, I do agree, and there's there's some other that things I that this I want to get into. Episode six <laughs> and seven. Yeah, <laughs> we could Here's, possibly do that. Between me and you, the funny part is that that's a show in itself because there's so many frustrated people, and and we've been through this once. And mm-hmm. I, you God, you've heard my frustration yeah. and ideas, but, uh, and, and and you run a business, you run a business, I run a business, and and if I <laughs> if my business was baseball recruitment i would fire myself it's so badly done and it's not just baseball it's it's college recruitment in general um it's it's my, my daughter with volleyball is the same thing and it's um it's kind of frustrating like it, it just the lack of information and lack of uh and i don't blame them right they don't have the money no and i get no, not it. at all like who doesn't have the money in the colleges? Yeah, and the recruiters and yeah. like the especially right now with everything going on, like the, uh, the access. Yeah, um, to, to football kids programs make money. They make money. Baseball programs, volleyball. They, hold, they, they don't. Stand, they don't. Baseball make money. definitely has to stand on their own feet. Yeah, yeah. Well, you only get what eleven point seven scholarships. Correct. Eleven point seven. Eleven point seven total scholarships. Does that make sense? No. Uh, no, but. You know, it's what you get. Like, uh, um, does the point seven count towards an exchange student? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's total That's change. Amount. But and then the you know volleyball can offer full rides where baseball typically does not. Yeah. What? Um, yeah. That's racist. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's the reason is they cut yeah. them up, right? They cut, right. they cut them. Up, I mean, you've so. got twenty five or more kids that you have to give a scholarship to, and you get eleven. So how do you figure it out? You get partials, and you give academic and you know all the other things that go along with it and then yeah. volleyball they've got you know, 14 girls or whatever on so the they team. can offer give them more 
than the 25 yeah. baseball. And gr- a girl sports anyway. Girl sports, I mean. Yeah, Title IX. Yeah, that really was had a lot to do with, with girl that, sports. Is that a good or bad thing, Title IX? It's great. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's good. Equal That's opportunity to yeah. uh, female athletes for um, yeah for sports. And it, it was really good. Well, let's it be was, honest. Like, football pays for everything. It right? does. It, it does. The majority of schools, yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. I you, have, you, you have, like, Grand Canyon University, for example, doesn't have a football program. So. But their basketball team's Basketball is right? legit. Baseball's won the whack for f- four or five straight yeah, years. They're yeah. pretty legit, huh? They're really good. Yeah. Uh, that's my alma mater there. And uh, Grand Canyon's your alma mater. Yeah. yeah. I went there my back in 98. Right. Uh, you're, up there. you're a jackalope. Antelope, bro. Antelope. Antelope, jackalope. I'm a, I'm a lumberjack. <laughs> I'm a rebel. You're a rebel, dude. You don't be rebels. Shocker. I'm not. I don't care. Here's the thing. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. Like, I feel like, you know, like, people are like, oh, I'm going to give money to college. I'm like, they should give me money, dude. Like, (laughs) I don't even need you a lot. Can I return this? uh, I don't need this degree. Is there any, like, what's the restocking fee on this thing? (laughs) Can I get a refund? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a great. Uh, stepping stone for me for uh, to get to pro ball and uh, what a great story! Like I, I really enjoyed my time there. Yeah, um, but it was only it was only a year. It was only my senior year I was there. So oh, you went all four years then? Yeah, just Grand Canyon my senior year though. I, apparently, junior college and that was that episode was so long ago. It was it seemed like yeah. forever ago. It was. <laughs> you can, a lot you know, of dust. Hey, you on can those relive pages. it tomorrow though. There's I, a lot. I just of listened dust. to all of them. <laughs> But yeah, it was. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, the recruiting process is is something that like we can definitely get into and, and talk about a little more. And I just think there's a lot of people that don't know, and it would be that's yeah. I, I would love to educate them. And we're talked about that. Like we're we're uh, we're gonna take Brandon, uh, your middle son there, and, or your younger son, yeah. middle child, yeah. and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do some things with him and kind of yeah. Uh, why not? You, I mean, we've got, we've since we decided this about six months ago, we've come a long way in the, uh, I guess, college connection area. Yeah. Um, How old is he? He is. Uh, he's gonna be sixteen in December. He's a Ooh. sophomore. He's a sophomore. No. And he played what team? Is he? What? Perry, High Perry School. High School. School. Yeah, and he yeah. played so. for Cody's national team. Okay. Um, uh, for a couple of years, and awesome. uh, yeah, with BPA, good catcher. Our, our He's BPA a catcher now. Yeah, catcher, second baseman. Yeah. You got him working yeah. with Pags. Uh, you know, he yeah, did. He, he did. did. Work he worked Pags for Pags. Pags busy though. He's a firefighter. Don't, don't let know, him. We know Pags. Pags was yeah. last a uh, couple episodes ago. So don't don't let Pags fool you. He well. can give your son a lot of life experience with the amount of hair he has on his body. <laughs> Just tell him to take off his shirt, and your son's gonna be. Don't like, do that, Dad. What the heck? Sasquatch is real. I wish, I wish we could have done some more with Pags, but Pags, we did a couple of stuff with them. It just we'll get him back in there. Work. It, it was hard. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in his ear all the time to get him back out. With so, him, is so he, a, is he a your boy better at second base or catcher? Catcher, catcher. Well, catcher. What everybody says, Cody. Cody believes him at second. Everybody else thinks he's okay. No, I listen. I think Middle he's a good filler. catcher. Middle I think filler. he's. I think he's a good second baseman. I, I didn't say he's better at either. It's I just better think he's, he plays both though. I, he loves catcher. Listen, and he's Craig Biggio was a catcher that ended up playing second base in center field. So that's awesome. There's a uh, like anybody that can catch that wants to catch. I want them to learn it because it's 
automatically a tool that not everybody can have. I agree. And if you can do the other play the other positions as well as catch, you you're locked in, man. Yeah. It's just a got to hit. A, uh, you do have to hit. Catchers have to hit less than everybody else. Yeah, right? well, especially if not you can in receive. our program, <laughs> not here. Why? Do especially catches? if you can receive, because you can handle the pitching staff. Yeah. Like, plus, throughout a season, you're going to get beat up. You're going to so get worn it, out. Your yeah. wrists, your hands. You're like you're going to get beat up where it, it hurts to swing, and your st- swing kind of struggles. And if you look at catchers, like, I mean, you got the numbers wise. Starting catchers now and and recent times are. A little different, but like the backup guys, like you don't have to hit. Yeah, if you can catch one of the pitchers really well, you got a job, and hit a little bit, like maybe driving a run or two here and there, like you're locked in for ten, twelve years. This is part of that second story. You got so in in high school world, Mm -hmm. the catcher they still try to nail one catcher down, but you go to colleges. Colleges want four or five catchers on their rotations they want him because they get hurt it changed banged up the chain it wasn't always like that i don't feel like i think the modern day baseball is you know like what the d-backs are doing Mm -hmm. like it's just changed it's different now yeah i mean there's you you need catching depth you need just depth in general like guys injuries happen guys are gonna get hurt if you don't have depth to back that up and the next guy's not able to step up and the, the program or, or organization's not going to be successful. So, Well, they're finding value in more catchers. They yeah, are, they're finding know. value in a lot of things that they didn't used to, which is good. It's yeah. uh, it's a good part of the game that they're able to, um, you know, add, add maybe value in a spot where, you know, a guy can bring <laughs> this to the table, and we're okay with that, especially if the rosters expand a little bit and we have more guys and, you know, my it's frustration a, on the catcher side, though, is, and, and it's uh, these, these certain matrices, right? Like, for example, on a catcher, it's all, it's about their pop time. They all, oh, what's your pop time? But if you look at it, how many catchers, even in the pros, throw people out? It's so where, where are the metrics? Let me ask this question. Where are the metrics about pop time? For what? Well, that's what everybody says. When you hear that. Who, who's everybody at what level? You're th- well, and, uh, and all the things. The first question. question they ask you as a catcher is, what's his pop time? I will tell you. I will tell you. At the higher levels, nobody cares about it anymore. They care about. Yes, we want to throw out runners, but they're more concerned with us catching strikes. Now, if Trackman comes into play and starts taking over, those catchers that steal pitches, which means they, yeah, they get more balls called strikes. Yeah, those catchers are going to go by the wayside, which is really, really unfortunate because this skill set that they have is an art. And they're able to steal pitches and, and take balls that are low and make them – look at Yachty, Molina. Yeah, yeah. Like, he steals pitches. And we have even more catchers doing it now. I mean, um, you know, I don't know who was number one, but they make more balls look like strikes than any other – The framing of the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, – it, I would totally agree. It's a total art. Without a doubt. And these guys are so good. Like, with, with Molina catching, right? Like, as a hitter – You'll take a pitch and be like, no, nah, it's outside. And you look back at where he caught it, and he makes it look like a strike. And you're like, shit. Did I mess up? Well, yeah. he calls it a ball, but I'm like, God, was that that close? Yeah. I didn't think that was close. Well, right? They'll catch it and be like, yeah. And you're like, sticks it. He sticks it. Oh, he moves it. Just yeah. barely. He, he, catches he moves it, it like a foot. 
He, but he catches it in but a way. But it's smooth. Yeah, it looks like. No, he, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you move just, like towards the middle all the time, or your body moves, and it's you'll look back and you're like. But Biotti, I'm gonna have to swing at that because yeah. that was way closer than I thought. And right? now he's starting to swing at him. Right. Yeah. And then Yachty probably like if something's just way out, he just throws it away. Right. Like yeah, there's, you don't well, need to yeah, steal a pitch. It's way you, off. Yeah, yeah. Once you get in the pros too, it changes. Right. That's uh, there, there, there's when you sit there and you're like, man, how many foul balls? He 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 knows he's he's purposely fouling it off because he's waiting for the pitcher to make that error. Right. He's waiting to jump on that error. I don't yeah. know if there anybody. I keep hearing foul it off on purpose. Like, okay, it's really hard to hit it. Yeah. Right. But if you can make contact with it, you have a chance at fouling it off and getting yourself another pitch, which yeah. I think is more realistic than trying to foul it off. I I've think, heard people yeah. say they fouled it off on purpose. I'm calling bullshit. I I agree. I'm Tony a Gwynn maybe yeah, fouled some balls Gwynn. off on yeah. purpose. I don't know. Myself, personally, I was nowhere near good enough to foul anything off on purpose. I fouled off a ton of balls I was trying to hit fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I missed when I was trying to hit it fair, I was, so I'm I not good enough to try to foul it off. Um, right. But See ball, hit ball. Oh, that's it, man. When you get in the box, right, like, you just got to hit the ball. That's it. We All the training. Com- go in the box together. and you compete. Yeah. You Outs- stop outside in the cage, you train. If you think compete. inside the box, the game's over. Yeah. You're going to need to see a pitch, and you're going to need to react to it. You just have to react. Yeah, you look, Get violent. Look, look in your zone. Hunt your pitch. Hunt your pitch. Don't miss it. That's why I liked it back. Cause I was really hunting. Hunting. I was right, hunting yeah. for a fastball low. That's what I liked. Yeah. Inst- I, like it. I liked it. Inside to middle of the plate, low. And if you hung out curveball, like I like that too. You like that? One? Yeah. Sorry, spinning. Excuse yeah. me. Sorry, we. Sorry, I hit a yawn. Yeah, we're bothering you. Anyways, uh, <laughs> we went down a road. Been a long hole. day, man. Hit that energy drink again, right? So there. let's do a Kill let's, Cliff. Let's do a tech support. All right, real quick. Let's go over. Uh, you mentioned earlier uh, the Sitka gear. Yeah, love um, it. We're both, well, all three big fans of Sitka. Um, yeah. Brock's kind of familiar with the. Uh, the, the dudes. Yeah, I know the guys Sitka. up there. And yeah. Barklow and Jonathan Hart. and yeah, Good stuff. Co- they're just really good guys on top of it, and they're really passionate about their gear. So a common thread, <laughs> yeah. if you're passionate about something. Good quality. And you make good stuff. You're a good dude. Yeah. And you're looking to have a successful business. Those things kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. You got to believe in what you're selling, though, too, right? Well, oh, well yeah, yeah, but yeah. if you believe in it and you make a good product, right? Yeah, like, you have to believe a, in a, it. A really good product, and it's so. Why wouldn't I believe in something that I made, right? Like if I'm making it, Sitka, I'm developing it. I'm I'm putting a product out that's mine. I'm gonna make it as as good as I can. Yeah, yeah. And if I can be a good guy on top of that, and I can be honest. Right, have some like character and integrity in in the business world, which, from my understanding, these guys have. Yeah, everybody I've talked to says this about these guys. It's not cheap. I mean, no, I'll tell you, it's not cheap. You're no. also not going to get a great product if you're not willing to pay for quality. Correct. So, all kind of a combination. But you uh, walk over here in the prep room, <laughs> right? And I got 
nothing but Sidka gear hanging there. So, I so I got. What's a your experience st- with it? Oh, it's good stuff. So I, I've been using it quite a bit in the last year and a half. Um, I told you the story with the goose. Yeah, you know, it was freezing cold, and these guys are look like oompa loompas, and they're if they fell down, dude, they couldn't even get up because they were. <laughs> oh, they're just like rolling over, yeah. Man. And I'm walking over, and I look. It, it's also style and fitting, dude. I look skinny in that stuff too. It looks good, but if you order a size smaller, it works. Yeah, it yeah. tightens it up. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> and when it gets cold Shmeen. too, everything shrinks up anyway, right? Yeah. yeah. So, but here's Not the best me. story. So we're up, we're up north. We're glass, and I told you for that elk, mm-hmm. and we decided. Uh, um, Paul's buddy owns uh, right there, owns the rights to that double uh, A ranch that's out there. Uh, there's a, a tank there, and that that's a what 1915 working dude ranch that was working in cattle and stuff, and the remnants are there, but they're still using it for grazing. And we told his buddy said, "Hey, if you guys are up there, kill some of those groundhogs. I've lost cows." And he said, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Those guys, that, that, those those." Groundhogs or prairie dogs have dug holes that the cows walk and they go in and they, their foot gets stuck and breaks their legs. Yeah. And he says, I've lost three in the last two weeks because those damn things. Mm-hmm. So we get up there and, and uh, um, we, we find them and we right by the tank and we go ahead and lay down. And this is where the Sika gear is. And I don't know what, how they make it, but it's awesome. So the Sika gear, if you wear the t shirt, the normal crew shirt, it's thin, right? Yeah. But it it's weird. It keeps you warm when you're freezing, but it cools you off when it's hot. I don't know how the technology works. So I laid down my sack, I, uh, my knapsack, and, and, and I put my AR on it, and I'm scoping. I'm prone, and my buddy Paul's on the other side with a normal just T-shirt. I'm wearing my camo stuff, and he gets up, and he's like, ow, ow, and he's got the pricklies, you know, those little spurs, those, yeah. those burrs. And he's like, dude, damn it. So I'm shooting. I'm not, I'm not feeling any pain. I'm shooting, I'm shooting, I get up, and I have them all over me. And he's like, didn't you feel that? I didn't, it didn't, for such a thin, it didn't penetrate me. It didn't, and I'm like, what the hell? So I was like, it was, I don't know what to do. I don't know if it's super woven, so it doesn't go through. But then even when we were out there uh, this week shooting in the mesquite trees, you know, those little mesquite trees got those little thorns. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going over, it's hitting my pants. You know, Tyler ripped his his cheaper pants. It they're just build quality, dude, and yeah. and and they give that lifetime warranty. If you go over something comes off, you send back the pair of pants. They give you a new pair of pants. They don't have a problem with it. So. Yeah, uh, and I've met them, and they take care of people. Yeah, it's they, good. It, yeah. it 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 can tell the product's really good. I I I, I so two other people are getting into hunting. Uh, I Scott Ford knows the guys really well, and he's on their videos. He's actually yeah. had pictures on them with them. And so Scott, I usually go through Scott. He orders it because he said, just order for me. Don't go on, online. I can get stuff because it might say it's out, but these guys will get it for him. I got two, two, one doctor and one of my other buddies is he's going to, Scott's decking them out in Sitka gear. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, and I told him, it, it, listen, guys, there's a lot cheaper stuff out there. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. But, and, and it, yeah, but you're going to have to buy it every year. Yeah. This every stuff. Every year. It's not, awesome might stuff. Might be might be cheaper, but when you're buying it every year, it's and not it looks cheaper anymore. Good. The camo pattern's awesome, dude. This yeah. is like my fourth season with it. Yeah. And I've had a all sorts of camo and I have never been happier, more comfortable. I just ordered my waterfowl. I just I did my yeah. water water uh, waterfowl uh 
gear that's coming. That's what my shotgun. Yeah. They did that with uh, matching pattern with, with Beretta. They did the combo. I mean, I mean that's the matching pattern for Sitka. That's badass. That Sitka with Beretta and made their own camo pattern. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, so, so and that's a hard gun to get. Scott got me that, but. But it's nice. You I guess you're not waiting in the line. No, 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 no lines. No lines. But but that talks about what we talked about when you when you get to know people and the connections. Those are the doors of opportunity we talked about, right? Yeah. yeah. And 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 by doing, I know I dropped Scott's name like I like I might have a tattoo on my ass with him on it because I talk so much about Scott. You might. But he's taught me know. a lot. So when you when you respect a, somebody who's mentoring you in mm-hmm. that realm, it's hard not to talk to because you're comparing it. You're not a good person to compare it to. You know what I mean? It's yeah. the same thing when I talk to people about the training that you did with Brandon on the run-in. Mm-hmm. Tell them, hey, Cody Ransom, because it gives validity. Because everybody's going to go, I don't know, who's that? This guy playing the bigs, man. He knows his stuff. You know, and yeah. that's who you want training your kids and, and stuff like that. So it, it, they do a great job. I mean, I, I'll I'll go on television for free and tell them, you know, that, that, that sick of stuff. I'm I, I'm sold. I'm, I'm not buying anybody else's junk. I mean. Yeah. For, I'm sold too, man. Yeah. Like, I'm a lifer. Yeah. It's good. St- and lifetime guarantee. Yeah. There's not a lot of products out there. I mean, we're wearing the, uh, like, the pullover right now, right? Yeah. Um, it's in black. It's not camo. Uh-huh. Or, or it's a few of the day. You get a hoodie. Yeah. We got the, uh, the Ascent pants. You know, I wear oh. those like I wear the scent pants to to the field, like not yeah. the camp, the green and yeah, yeah. like yeah. I got my yeah, wife. You don't have my, to I got the, the women's like stuff. Women's line is great. My wife's got some. We hike in and and she hunt. It's incredible stuff. It's really lightweight. Really that's lightweight. Crazy. Lightweight. That's the big thing, right? It's lightweight. Uh, it's lightweight. Yeah. And it takes it. It but it it it's magic. It, yeah, it's it's really good. Uh, really solid gear. That you know. Like I said, it, it's it's a quality product with quality people, people behind it. Uh, I'm gonna support it every day. Yeah, oh. sick. Get it. That's right. Get it. Thanks. Thanks for coming on, Alex. Oh, my pleasure. You just guys. hit the Thank two hour mark, me. Alex. You're an all time all time record for us. But record. Yeah. No, it was uh, it flew by. So we'll get you back on here. We'll talk I about some more it. stuff. We got this a lot more fun, interest. Guys. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you for having us over. Oh, anytime. We're gonna have to shoot next time. Uh, you know what? I, I thought of that too. We, but right now we're gonna have to plan out four hours. Yeah, yeah easily. <laughs> I'm gonna have to bring. I'll bring a gun. Yeah, that's right. I'll br- bring your own gun. Yeah. BYOG. B-O-G. B-O-G. Bring your own bullets. <laughs> he doesn't have enough bullets for us. Yeah. We bring our own. B-O-I-O-A. Yeah. It's hard to host like that, right? Most time when you invite people over, you go, I got ammo, but now it's not like, I bring don't have own. ammo. Yeah. I got the guns. You bring the ammo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can shoot this. Just bring your own bullets. Yeah, right. B-O-B. That's right. All right, brother. It's good Thanks, seeing you, guys. man. Good I catching up it. again. We'll yeah, talk Alex. soon. It was great, man. You got it, man. Thanks, Later, guys. Bro. We'll okay. see you. See ya. Later.